going on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am Kevy the Dreamer. Welcome to Cultivation with Kevy. Today, I am joined by a very special guest, my girl. I am so excited to introduce her to you guys. Some of you may know her already because she is model extraordinaire. She is light. But this is my girl, Blue Rain, Brittany Sakura. How are you doing? I am doing so well and so happy to be here. This has been a long time coming. We've talked about this since the day that I met you at um, the model experience. Almost not a full year, but it feels like it was a year ago. Like it feels like it's been so much has happened in our lives ever since. So it's it's great to hear from you, hear your voice. And yeah, I'm really excited to dig in and actually like talk to you about just life and what's going on with us. Likewise, Queen, thank you so much for being here. It is always such a pleasure to connect with you. You have such beautiful energy. And I just, as soon as I met you, I knew that I wanted to just share you with the world, with what little audience that I have. So we are going to dive into it. Every time that I do an episode and I interview a guest, I always start off with some icebreaker questions just so people can get to know you a little bit better so we're gonna dive into blue rain i'm fucking excited and feel free to explain excuse me express yourself however you feel free this is a safe space so this is all love here and you know that about me already but i just wanted to say that Absolutely. okay <laughs> question number one is if you could be a part of a fictional family who would you be a member of? Oh, fictional family. So this is like anyone that I have seen in a fictional movie or read in a fictional book. or Anybody, like period. Anybody, you know, we don't even have to just specifically say fictional, but whoever. Um, wow. I feel like I would want to be like a part of like a... Um, like a Nubian or warrior type that doesn't necessarily choose to fight, but always has the ability to fight. So, like, um, it's it. I don't know if it's fictional or if it's like a fantasy aspect of where I go to in my dream space. But I definitely would want to be a part of like a very um, high cultivating family where. Everything is about honor and peace and love and prosperity. But like we do like martial arts on like the, the daybreak. And then we like have like picnics throughout the, the day and meet. And I don't know, I would definitely want a pet dragon because I love dragons. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to get more back to where someone could relate in the real world of today. What everyone's looking at right now. But you know, be you, you know. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I love it. I don't, ooh, I think that, um, so I just got back into watching Grownish, and okay. I love to be a part of um, the Blackish family. They're so funny. <laughs> They're so <laughs> And uh, Zoe, just like, to have her as a sister, or like a little sister, I feel like she's younger than me, so it would be like a younger sister. Um, to have her be able to like just like communicate with about life and boy trouble and which boyfriend she wants today and tomorrow and yesterday why she decided what she wanted that'd be really cool um cartoon related though oh my gosh lilo and stitch i would love to be a part of lilo's family like that is yes that's it <laughs> i love it i love it i love it that is everything. So based off of what you just told me, first of all, I got to ask you this. And this is something that I was going to ask you anyway. Have you ever seen the show Avatar, The oh Last Airbender? Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about them. Yes. Yes. I okay. Love. We're going to get into that. But I had to ask you that. Okay. Because when you said that, I was like, she's giving me Avatar vibes. I love it. Okay. Love that answer. We're going to dig into those answers as well. Question number two, and I love this question, and I've been waiting for the right person to ask this to. I actually created this question myself. Um, who is your, this is a two-part question, by the way. Who is your favorite Disney villain? 
And do you agree with their mission? You know, I, that's crazy that you have asked me this because I was literally watching, um, the little mermaid. Um, I always dive back into as an adult, I've um, been, um, mentally stuck on what it is to be an adult versus a child. And the only thing different for me personally is paying bills. So (laughs) (laughs) as an adult, I'm like, Ooh, I want to watch. Oh, I'm just feeling you know, Little Mermaid. So I was watching a Little Mermaid the other day, and then I, um, I was looking at Roderick's uh, Instagram, and he like posted Ursula as his favorite villain, and like literally five or six of the people are like, "Oh my God, Ursula's my favorite villain." I'm like, "Wait, people have their people have a favorite villain?" And I was like, "I don't even know my favorite villain." So I actually sat and thought about it, which is crazy. <laughs> As- and I think the only person that I could even remotely um, say, besides um, the villain from, um, I think it's, uh, goodness gracious, the Princess and the Frog, besides him, because I don't really like him as a villain. Of course, he is mm-hmm. evil, but he was the coolest looking one. Mm-hmm. I would have to say Maleficent, because she has like, she ended up alone, and I can understand why she was that way. But then they remade the movie, and they made her her own, you know, warrior. And that was such an awesome movie. So Maleficent would have to be it. I just feel like she would have to be. I love that. And <laughs> so it's a little irresponsible that I asked you that question because I didn't think of the answer myself. I don't have a favorite villain myself, and I never thought of that. So... That's very, you You gave me a point to think about. And I love that you said Maleficent, because if you think about it, from what I remember about Sleeping Beauty, they didn't fucking invite her to, you know? So it's like, she had every reason. And then the mom was like, wait, are you gonna, are you gonna, what would you do? Would you be upset? You probably would have done worse stuff than she did, which, I mean, that was probably the absolute worst that you could do, but yeah. <laughs> right. I do agree. Like, to <laughs> not invite, like, you invite everybody in the whole village except for the one person. Right. Like, <laughs> that was petty. That yes. was petty. <laughs> but it's like, she took it a little bit far, but it's like, I don't doubt her. Excuse me. I don't doubt her. I don't blame her because yeah. it's like, I mean, do you? Like, she excluded you purposely, so make her feel what you felt. <laughs> that's I mean, that's almost literally like I don't even know. That 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 was that was pretty crazy. See, I would I'm a very confrontational person. I don't like beat around the bush and like make jokes or be cunny. Like oh well, yeah. So you know what I'm gonna give her? I'm gonna give her this. I'm literally gonna walk up to somebody and be like, "Look, that was very foul of you to not invite me. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you invite everybody. Like, this is me. Like, I'm just like right. Why I was not even thought of. Like, (laughs) are you scared? Tell me, because you're not saying anything. Like, you just (laughs) you know like okay, the scared ass bitch. Period. Yeah. Right. I love it. Okay. My final question for you is what is one thing that you've always wished that you could do? And anything, professionally, not professionally, just period. Mm. So, in today's world of Brittany Renee Moss or Lorraine Sakura, um, I would love to be able to just be in a space where I am 100% confident in every move that I make and know that the outcome is going to help me as well as everyone else around me. Um, As a black woman um, that has felt the hurt of my ancestors, I feel like I can't speak for just me as an individual. This is for black women because I'm sure that it's, it's, it's something that I was born with. Like I didn't, I don't choose to feel all of the baggage of, oh, well, someone has this opportunity to do this. Why don't I? Like, we always, as Black women, are always like, why not me? So that's like a thing that's embedded in us. And I want to, not to discredit the beautiful walk that my ancestors has made to get me here where I'm actually in love with a white man and my family are completely okay with that. Um, But the fact that 
all of their trauma, all of their pain has caused um, a ripple effect to the generation that is today right now where I am standing, where I am, every time someone has something that I want or I haven't got to yet, I'm like, well, why can't I have that too? Why is it harder for me? Why am I not doing, why I'm not, I'm not as successful in this and it's not really through to excess. It's just the fact of like where I've realized I need to apply myself to get what I'm asking for instead of just why me, why me, why not me? You know, like, so I want to be more into the ability of just saying, okay, this is the, the decision that I've chosen. It, it is the right decision. God is always on my side. He's always going to have my back. And I just need to be more confident in the steps that I take. So um that is honestly what i would want as of right now also i am a fire spinner and a flow artist so i would love to be successful so successful that any event that i go to i'm literally spinning fire or i'm being whimsical or i'm just showing everyone like the circus life but that black people can do it too so like that's that's the two things and i said one but that's two <laughs> That's okay. And I love it. I love that answer. That is, that's literally why we are so in sync and so connected and so, you know, so, um, such good friends, brother and sister, because that is my journey as well. You know, like us being models, us being entertainers, I feel the same thing. Like I see so many of our peers and I'm happy for them. And I'm like, I love to see you doing what you're doing. I love to see, you know, your journey. I love to see you being blessed and the opportunities. But so, so many times in my mind, I'm saying, when is my opportunity going to come? So, and and you hit the nail on the head. It's it's within us. It's It's nothing that we lack. It's nothing that is against us. It's just we have to have confidence. We have to believe in ourselves. And that's just a journey. And I love that you said that because it just reminds me that even in the pursuit of what I truly want to do and the bright lights and just everything that comes with what we are, our field and what we do, it's still, it, it looks like, you know, we, we see these people like Beyonce and Kim Kardashian and just people like that. The only thing that stands in their way of becoming who they are is them. You know, it, that's all that there is to it. I used to think that there was a secret potion or a secret weapon. Like, how did they get there? How did they do it? And I used to ask people, like, what's the secret? The secret is you. You just have to believe in yourself. And like you said, your higher power, the Lord, God, um, your faith. So I love that you said that. <laughs> we, yeah. have, we have so much that we're going to talk about. I love it. Something that I was um, thinking about yesterday, um, because I went to an event, my friend um, is a dancer as well. So I grew up dancing and she actually is younger than me. And we actually met, we're in the same modeling agency. And another model and myself went to her um, dance recital. It was, it's called, uh, I think it's duometry. So it's like, or dometry, dometry or something like that. But it's dance and poetry together. Okay. So I think dometry was what it's called. And um, it was all about ancestral um, backgrounds and where you come from, where you're going, how um, as a black people, we have not necessarily been taken away from our ancestors, but our, we, we have not been aware of our power as, as strong as it is. And now our generation and the generation before us, thankfully our parents were strong enough to be like, look, my, my child is gonna know. And that's why we're so strong headed now in our generation where we're just like, no, like, we know where we came from. Um, there was something that they said and it wasn't exactly what they said because I'm the one that kind of like founded the understanding and the mindset idea from what they gave me so I do think all the people that were there all the poets all the dancers because they put my mind in perspective of it but I was in the shower I think yesterday the day before and I was just sitting there like you know and they they probably said it but I just wasn't thinking about it in that sense but it was more or less like 
you everything that you dream of that you could be you are everything that you wish that you can be you are because creativity same as energy is never created nor destroyed it's just something that you have to put out and come back to or you go find later because you threw it all the way over there and you forgot that you did so like if you want to be this superhero or you want to be you know Whatever, you, whatever your wildest dreams are, you actually are that. But your life, if you believe in other lives or your ancestors from other lives were these things that you're connecting to. You're like, oh my gosh, I want to be there. All you have to do is now just make the effort to do it. So honestly, any power, superhero, or drive that you have, you can do that. You have it. That is in you. And that is you. You just have to like, you know, you have to bring it out and make the energy something that you see now so that's just back to all of that i think that's that was a really cool thing to think about because i was just like i want to do all these things and i'm like wait as soon as i started applying myself now i have gigs every week okay yeah and that's what i'm doing now so it's it's just a matter of applying yourself whatever you want to be you can be you just have to actually be that i love it i love that you said that that is so true manifestation you mm -hmm. manifest it, you believe in it, you you dream it, you believe it, and then you achieve it. I like that a lot. Yeah. I love it. I just love it. It's so true. It like you said, energy never dies. And I think that that's something that Left Eye said. I think that she said she, there I remember seeing an interview that she had and she talked about if you give something your energy and you believe in it, literally it's you're putting your energy into it and it's going to come true. Mm -hmm. It's so inspirational. I love that. And we just have to remember that when we have our down days that like you said, you're booked every week, you have gigs and that's all it takes is just believing. Absolutely. I love it. Okay. So you have already said so many things that I want to talk about, but we're just <laughs> going to get into it further. The first thing that I want to talk about is I want to introduce you to the world. I want to talk about Blue Rain, Brittany Sakura. And I know that I'm probably not saying it properly, the sophisticated way that you said it. I love the way that you pronounced it. It's awesome. Honestly, the fact that um, when I was a kid, <laughs> I was telling um, my boyfriend, uh, Phoenix, um, which you know him as Steve, he goes by Phoenix. This is um, stage name, chosen name. Um, but I was talking to him when we first started dating and I was like, yeah, like, and I was actually talking about the way that I said it when I was a kid and I used to pronounce it Sakura, which it's Sakura. And, Sakura. Sakura. Yeah. yeah okay. And you roll, roll the, like you are. So Sakura. Sakura. <laughs> yeah. You, you'll get it. You'll get it. <laughs> I'm going to keep working on it. Yeah. He says it perfectly. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, when I was a kid, I like read it because it means cherry blossom in Japanese. And uh, whenever I was reading it, my dad was like, yeah, if you said that in Japan, they'd probably look at you like you were dumb. And I was like, okay, well, let me let me say it right. So that was like, as a kid, I was always like, I'm going to say it right. And I never even like realized that, that would be my chosen name. Um, but I'm, I'm very spiritual. I do believe in God, but I'm very spiritual and I walk. My ancestors have made sure that I haven't fallen short of spirituality. So um, I was actually on psychedelic mushrooms, which um, in certain states it's legal. I actually went to school for pre-integrative medicine, so I had to study it. Um, so it's very definitely something that I um, am passionate about. I don't do it all the time, but the one time that I did forever ago, um, I found my name Blue Rain and that was a whole situation in itself. But then I was like, I feel like Blue Rain is just a nickname. It's not the full name. Like you have your first name, your middle name and your last name. And I was like, I need something that signifies, put the period to the Blue Rain. And so Blue Rain Sakura just kind of made sense to me. And um, I don't remember what, I was thinking, I know I have Japanese in my um, ancestry on my dad's side. And I was sitting one day, like, I wonder what name in J Japanese I could come up with or something that 
makes me feel like me. And I was like looking through Google because thank God for Google, it helps us with everything. Um, and then like, when I was just thinking, I was like, wait, what's that word I used to always mess up as a kid? And then it like came to me and it was like angels and higher energy just like went all around me and it just like became me. I feel like I was rebirthed and actually my middle name, my birth, birth middle name is Renee, which means rebirth. And Phoenix, as you know, also means rebirth. So him and I correlate really well in everything it feels like. And uh, yeah, so that was just kind of like, oh my gosh. And then cherry blossoms, whenever they fall off the tree, they only go to the left side, but they grow from the right. So if you think about spirituality, all the good things are on the right side. All the good things are on the left side. So spiritually, you grow from the right and you die to the left. And it's like... So I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, this is really beautiful. And flowers are beautiful chaos. And it's just like, there's so much reasons as to why. But yes, that is correlation of where I have founded my name. <laughs> I knew there was a story behind it. I knew it <laughs> and I love it. When I saw it on your Instagram, I'm like, okay, there's a story behind this and I have to hear it. And I love it. I love it. It makes me, I guess, kind of this excuse me, Kevy the Dreamer is a stage name, but it's, you know, it's not like a, I have a lot of friends like you that are creative and come up with these, you know, cool terms and, and um, not that you made up that term, but you know, you found it and it has meaning. And I kind of am like, I want a cool name like that. <laughs> I, you, I just, it's, it's so cool. Yeah, no, you'll, you'll find one. It's, it's definitely, I didn't, so the Sakura part, yes, I did um, look out and search for that one. But Blue Rain was 100% through that psychedelic experience. Um, mm -hmm. I was told, so I don't know if you believe in the chakras, but if you believe in science, you kind of have to because mm -hmm. the way your body works. Um, mm -hmm. Energy at all. Energy to be able to speak to you, to be able to like coexist versus us and animals. Um, we speak, so... Our throat chakra, of course, all animals have chakras too. You can do animal Reiki and everything, but our chakras are so renowned and obvious that they are there, that we do different things and our heart and our mind are always flipping each other or coexisting or not coexisting or apart. But like you have your third eye and then your heart chakra. And those are like, so white light can only go through green light and that's photosynthesis. And your third eye is the white chakra and your heart chakra is the green. So it's like, okay, that makes sense. Thank you, science. And then you go into like the other chakras, your root chakra is the red. It's where you like come and find who your identity is. It's through your root chakra, which is also where your identity of anything else, where you define yourself, man, female, LBGTQ, any of that. Um, but that is the red chakra, which red chakra is red is so many things red can be the reaction to anything so like that energy that red is just like the reaction and that's who you are it's how you react um but yes i was sitting there with the seven chakras and they were just beings of light and, but they were speaking in their ways that they, they speak you know like the heart chakra was super loving and the throat chakra was very stern and then the third eye was just like lucid like whoa you wouldn't know if you had, didn't have, you know, like those kind of things. So I was sitting there and um, they were getting me to guess um, a color that wasn't my favorite color. Just think of a random color that was my favorite color. My favorite color is actually green. Um, and so I was like, oh, blue. And they were like, okay, so think of blue and the elemental of, of, ver of a verb. So like it has to be an element. So it could have been river. It could have been rain, which I guessed rain. It could have been a waterfall. It could have been um, ice, like just like in the element of where I would correlate the blue color element. Cause I, I don't know, I wouldn't think blue as an air or earth or fire, it would be water to me. So that element in an actual verb context. So that's where I came up with blue rain. They're like, that's who you are. And I was like, oh my God, that's crazy. But yeah. I was also tripping, so it can sound crazy here, but it's very, very spiritually um, awakening for me. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So when I, I, I didn't learn about chakras until actually, and I just mentioned it to you before, um, Avatar, the last airbender. That's how I learned about that. And I think that, and I believe that that ties into, is it Buddhist culture? I believe. Um, oh, so. Aoism. Taoism. Okay. Aoism. okay. Yes. So I, I, I know somewhat of it and I definitely believe in it. Um, you know, energy and, and just all of that. Um, and it's just, it's, it's so funny because that you mentioned all of that stuff because so, and we're going to talk about, um, the LED that you do, because I actually did not know, I actually did not know what it was called. And the only way that I knew how to describe it to you was fire bending. <laughs> That's awesome. And I'm like, okay, so the fire bending that you do, and I'm like, is she even going to know what I'm talking about? So I just think of like, I just think of Avatar The Last Airbender, but I'm like, but she's, it's like, I don't know. You don't really give off the energy of a firebender to me because not that all firebenders are evil, but you know, the majority of them. Spinning, you know how fire spin, right? That's, that's literally what I'm talking about. Okay. Fire spinning. Okay. I'm calling it the wrong thing. Okay. No, <laughs> it's the light up props. That's like, it's like fiber optic LED. Um, but okay. I do I do do that as well. But yes, back to what you're saying. Right oh, now, so I that's something entirely different. Okay. Yes. yes. It's, oh, okay. It's the same like method. It's still flow arts. You're still spinning props or you're doing your, you're manipulating um, props to make it look like very cool. Cause like if you're going slow, you're literally just doing like a rotation of your wrist, but doing it fast, it looks like you're going in a full 360 and that's like the hula hoops and all kinds of crazy stuff. But yes, I do fire spinning, okay. which is fire bending okay. um, <laughs> fire in the rotation of the way that you're moving it. But then there are led props, which are just, it's the same thing, the same props, but instead of doing fire, it's with lights. That is so crazy. And when you say fire spinning, I think of like Vulpix, like Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> like <laughs> Vul Vulpix, do fire spin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I that too in the same mindset. That's crazy. Thank you for that. Like That I is so funny. So, so did all of this begin with dance? Is that how you got into the fire spinning, the LED? Because it all is a form of dance, I feel like. It's movement. Yeah, flow art. So, yes, 100%. Okay. Um, my mom, actually, she twirled the baton when she was a kid. She was also a cheerleader. And she's, like, she was she's Caribbean. That's where I got my Caribbean descent from. So she grew up in the Virgin Islands. So their cheerleaders were part of the, you know, band. Their cheerleaders were, like, you know, the, the band girls. So they had pom-poms or they had batons or they had the flags. Um, but here in, which is still the U.S. territory is where she's from, the U.S. Virgin Islands. But here in these states, um, the cheerleaders and then the band girls are different. They're separation. Some schools don't have it that way, but some do. Um, and so she always, like, had, like, little batons that she grew up with. And I think they got, like, lost in, like, a move. So we don't have them anymore. Um, but... Yeah, 100%. I've been dancing since I can remember. I remember um, specifically, I was like four, three or four years old. I would always, my mom would be like, okay, we have to clean. And I would always be like, I want to sweep. But I was not sweeping. I was spinning this this broom like a staff. And yeah, so that's that's my mom's favorite memory. Me too. She always says, I always love to sweep, but I never sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, so... You've always been into dance. So did dance lead you into modeling? I feel like modeling is the reason, um, or dance is definitely the reason why I was noticed for modeling because I cheered and I danced. And um, my mom could only afford one or the two. So one year I would, or I think all through middle school, I danced until eighth grade. My best friend gilded me into trying out for the cheer team with her, and I did. And then I cheered for eighth grade. And then freshman year of high school, I was like, okay, no, I want to dance. And then I danced freshman year. And then I was like, okay, well, I'll just be able to dance and cheer because competition 
and I'll be able to choreograph. And so I did that. I cheered from uh, sophomore to senior year and choreographed dances there. But I did ballet like here. So coming in like a few classes, I wouldn't take it that many. Like when I was in elementary school, it was like something I did more. But as I got into high school, it was kind of like I didn't do it. But now as an adult, as an adult, I actually do ballet. I actually start next week. So again, this is like my third semester, I think. Um, with being back so I'm really excited to be back but yeah um, someone that I was dancing with I think one of the um, girl's mother asked me she's like you have so so much height like do do you have ever thought about modeling and I was like I don't know and so um, I've always thought about it I feel like any every girl thinks about it every girl should definitely do it at least once um every guy should do it at least once feel beautiful like feel beautiful um so yeah when I was in college I was cheering in college I cheered in, in college as well and that's whenever the opportunity kind of came um my cheer coach was like Joe, like my daughter models like have you ever thought about modeling in Atlanta and I was like Atlanta like, that's, like, one of the biggest cities, like, that does modeling or any types of anything. So um, I went and followed her daughter, and I was in it for a while. And, yeah, I would say that dance is honestly the reason why I even felt like I could just, like, stand there and, you know, move, I guess, the way the models move. Because I don't think I'd be able to do that just coming out doing nothing, you know? So. Yeah, I feel like dance teaches people so much confidence. Mm-hmm. I'm learning because my cousin is a dancer as well. And um, I, I've, I've learned that dancers just the way that you guys like your stance and your, you know, everything like it just has taught you so many life skills as a whole, like just just the way that models walk, like to walk a runway, like you have great posture because it correlates to dance. So, you know, just all of that stuff that you take part in as a child. I think it's just great foundation for any child. Just even if you don't stay in the arts, if it's just good for life, it's a good life skill to have. I do agree. And I definitely like all, it's crazy that you said that as well. Most of my model friends are dancers. They all um, dance for the pop-up project minus a couple and myself. Cause I don't have enough time. I do my flow art. So when they have practice and then I also do ballet on my own, um, which one of the, one of these days I'll hopefully be able to invest some time in the pop-up, but I don't know if I will. I'm just, I'm so happy to support and be there and watch them dance. I love watching dancers as much as I love dancing. So, um, but yes, dancing, I would recommend everyone to at least try. It's so cool because it's something that you can do that's so quiet unless you want it to be loud and then you can control how loud you get and you control how you move singing you kind of have to go with the flow of the music you have to match something dance you can literally just be yourself in a room by yourself acting a fool and doing it because you want to you know not hurting anybody not touching anybody if you don't want to there's so much cool energy that comes from dancing too like I've been in so many places, especially dancing with Steve, because I finally found my dance partner. We've, like, danced together, and it's just been, like, us making so much frequency and not even realizing it. And then you look up, and everybody's just, like, with their like, mouth dropped. Like, oh, my God, with smiles on their faces. Like, whoa, this is so cool. And then I've been the audience watching that and being the same experience. But I'm sure those people that are dancing have noticed, you know, that one person that's just, like, so in tune with it in the audience but the audience member doesn't know that because they're so in tune with what they're doing with their feet you know so it's cool so how long have you and so steve dances as well actually mm -hmm. he also um he he does flow art i yes. forgot yeah you did tell me that i forgot about that okay so how long have you guys been together and known each other <laughs> it's only been well we've known each other for maybe four years um okay say four years i think we were we were facebook friends for two years and then we finally met in person well i guess officially met in person because we've seen each other in person but we we have never like connected um we were both 
very in opposite friend groups. Didn't even know our friends were the same friends for years. So we have a, a mutual friend that we've both been friends for like the longest and didn't even know we were friends with them. So um, at the same time. So um, yeah, we've known each other for maybe four years going on now and we've been together for two years. Um, we met outside of Facebook eventually, like officially and kind of just hit it off. But we, as soon as we started dating, it was kind of like our, our energy, our creative energy started flowing out because we finally found someone that was like equally either wanting to know what each other wanted to do or was right there being like, yes, come on, let's do it. Actually, I want to do it too. And then the other person be like, oh my God, thank you. Somebody that actually wants to do it with me. Like, you know, so we've both been fire spinning as long as we've been together. So I just recently started fire spinning. It's been like two years, so. Okay, so was he fire spinning before you? No, our first okay. together for the first time ever was in Panama because we were like, okay, we're going to do it on the beach where there's a big ass body of water. And if it doesn't get in the water, we're going to be making diamonds. So like one or the other, if it drops, we're like something's going to be like beneficial for it. So um, yeah, we also spun for the first time ever a prop that we don't even spin now that nobody would ever think to spin for their first time. So do you know what um, poi is? So poi is, a ball of fire that's on a string and you have two of them. So you're literally just like, it's almost like nunchucks, but not, but it's the same wave as nunchucks. So that's, that's our first prop we've ever lit together for the first time ever. And it was honestly, both of our mindsets was like, okay, if we're going to get burnt, this is like going to be the time that we get burnt. And luckily there were no serious damages. I think Steve got a little burn on his shoulder, but that's because he's so martial arts. So he was like treating it like um, nunchucks. And I'm just really flowy. So I just kept it away from my body. But like I had scuff marks everywhere. Like it was really cool. And we got a staff too. So that's both of our chosen props, the contact staff. So yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> and it's literally, like you said, it's literally like a circus trick. Like like circus artists do, do that. Yes. And I didn't realize that. I mean, it makes sense, but. Yeah, that's crazy. It's scary. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I would be. I mean, that's amazing. I I would be freaked out if I tried to do it. But it's it's amazing that you guys are skilled enough to handle it. I would just be like in awe seeing it. We're always like, because we have so many props now. Um, I have fire bands, um, staff. He's uh, making me double staffs, which is where I started. I started with two small double staffs. And so I was, I would spin it like a baton, but I'd have two batons. So that makes really cool shapes. Um, and then I have palm torches, like what you see um, for like the normal, like belly dancers. And then I have fire eating sticks. So I, I breathe, or I don't breathe fire. It's I eat fire, but I blow out fire. So I make like little human candles. So the fire will go about. No wonder you love dragons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love them. Um, and then uh, I've used a fire dart, which is like a extended long rope. It could be it could be like six feet of rope, and you're just spinning fire. That's a lot like the uh, fire bending from um, Avatar. So the the contact staff and the dragon staff, as well as the um, fire dart that I was just describing with the long rope, um, that's a lot of the last Airbender kind of stuff. Um, but, and then the staff that we spin is a lot like, um, the contact staff, um, that, um, Aang uses, that he opens up. Yeah. But like when it's just a stick, that's basically what we're spinning, but it's lit on both ends. So, yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so cool though. It's so cool. I love it so much. I love sitting by it. It's like my happy place. And I know Steve loves it too. He's so good. He's so much more martial arts. Like, like he's so, so correct with everything that he does. And I'm just like a little ballerina. Just like, I mean, I make it look cool. I definitely have a lot of people like compliment me. So I know I don't look stupid, but 
I know that I am not as technical. Like he can like, there's so many tricks that he can do that he hasn't tried because he hasn't like applied them to his like actual like technique. But all he's got to do is literally extend his arm and then he can like roll it like down his body. And like, I, it's just, it, I don't even know. I don't even know. He, that's something that he'd have to talk to you about, but it's just crazy. I can like do like cartwheels and stuff with mine though. So that's where I'm trying to go. Like do like, aerials i'm trying to get back to doing aerials because i used to have my aerial which is basically a cartwheel with no hands and i would be holding the staff so if, as soon as i master that again i'll be able to do that but yeah so do you guys do training and thanks for this like i mean you guys work out obviously so do you guys like you it's you have a whole routine in place yeah. it's just like like an act really so it's just like you'd have to do training yeah, so we have, so with him and I, um, a lot of fire spinners and a lot of flow artists, or even if you ever wanted to start flowing, number one, um, not necessarily rule, but the number one understanding that you have to understand that everyone has their own flow. So being, trying to be taught to do certain things, yes, you can be taught to do tricks, but being taught how to spin the staff is 100% or any prop for that matter is 100% the way that you move. So the way that you dance has a lot to do with the way that you're going to spin the prop because it's basically just extending. It's extending of the arm, extending of the leg, extending of the shoulders, but like it's still you as your body extending out and making the manipulation of whatever prop you're using. So training, we had fire safety training. We know how to be safe. If someone catches on fire, we know what to do. But other than that, there's not really any training other than you seeing someone that spins similar to you or you wanting to be like, hey, I want to learn this trick. But it's very difficult for someone to be like, hey, I'm going to teach you. This is the exact way how you spin a sack because that's not true at all. But if you see someone, you're like, hey, that looks awesome. Can you teach me how to do that? They'll be like, yeah, I'll love to teach you how to do that. And that's how we have learned a lot of things that we do. Um a lot of things that we do, though, we have learned on our own because of our our um, own flow. But yes, there is safety that needs to be um, taught as far as it goes. If you're wearing safe clothes or um, fire safety blankets, the different type of blankets, one's supposed to be used to let out your props and the other one's supposed to be used to let out an actual human because they're different cloth um, materials and one will make the fire um, not necessarily dissolve as quickly because you want to save the Kevlar. So like the um, fire blanket for the props are going to be a little bit thicker because it wants to keep the Kevlar as safe as possible or as, as durable and long use as possible. And then the one that's for you as a person or the person that's spinning if they catch on fire is a lot more like a normal um you know fire blanket where they give you if you were you know in a in a um um, a house that caught on fire and you were on fire they would just like cover you like a blanket that's a better way to explain it you can actually cover yourself in it like a blanket but the other one is basically like a small square so you wouldn't want to try to put someone out with a small square so but so a lot of it is kind of like your own style, basically. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. But the way that people dance, like the same thing about everything on TikTok, everyone's doing the same seven moves. The whole world's doing it, but not really the whole world's doing it. But there is a select few of people that are doing that and they're all on TikTok. But those all all those people can do, probably do the same things with the staff or a, you know, fans, because they have the same type of moves. So you can learn different techniques, but to truly love the art, you have to find the you from within that loves that prop. So it's not like everybody has to learn their ABCs. It's like, oh, well, you choose to. Like, kind of like the the, the benders. Um, the, I mean, everyone was, it's with, it was the gift, but the, they were born with the gift that they wanted, you know? And then some people can master it and become, you know, a master airbender or a master bender. So. Absolutely. But yeah. So if let's, let's imagine that we are in Avatar, the last airbender. <laughs> so you are totally a firebender, right? 
So that is so hard. <laughs> like, okay, so I'm a Capricorn and I'm definitely an earth sign. I okay. am very like earth, earthy. I don't know. I love nature. I love flowers. I love all of that. But like in Avatar, the earthbenders are just rocks. Like they just bend rocks. And I feel like I would be like planting flowers. I would be like, I don't know. I'd be doing a lot more. But yes, of course, rocks too. That's cool as crap. Like boulders are dope. So, but as far as, um, I definitely think I'd fall in love with a firebender and Steve so happens to be an Aries. So, um, I think I would learn how to airbend. I would definitely like want to be like Aang and be able to do everything. But if I had to choose, dang, that would be so hard to choose. Wow, that'd be hard. Yeah, I'm with you. That that is hard, isn't it? Me and my my little brother loves the show as well, and we've talked about it. So so same as you. So I'm a Leo. So well, obviously, so today's my birthday. To everybody out there listening, wait <laughs> for us to get there. <laughs> <laughs> but so you know, Leos are fire signs, right? But I I do not see myself as a firebender. For me, I feel like I love the water. I don't know what it is about the water. So I could see myself like bending water, but I could also see myself bending air. Yeah. So I don't know what it is about this at all. And this is a very spiritual thing as well. But I love, I have a love-hate relationship with birds. I don't like birds. Like I'm kind of afraid of birds. Like I don't, I don't like birds being near me, but I love that birds can fly. Like in my deepest dream, like when I'm deep asleep, like, you know, in like in my heart of hearts, I am flying. And I don't know, like, I just feel like so connected to God in that moment. Like, and it's just not even about anybody or anything else, but just me in that moment. It's peace. It's like, I'm just flying. Like, I'm just free. I'm just in the air suspended. Like, there's no fear. There's, you know, and I think that's why I love Superman so much because like he can fly and like, he also was just like very, um, I don't want to say a boy scout or like a good boy, but he's just very like good hearted, like good natured. Yeah. And like, you know, it's, it's like, I've always been like different. Like everybody loves Batman. I'm like, well, I love Superman, <laughs> but I just feel like, I don't know, kind of like you said, like, I would definitely want to be like the avatar because I want to do like a little of everything, but it would be so boring to just like bend rocks. But then if you were tough, like then it would be okay because tough is a badass. Exactly. But, and then like you said, like I would totally be in love with a firebender because firebenders are fucking hot. Like Zuko was like, <laughs> when, when he got rid of that fucking ponytail and, you know, became who he truly was on the inside. It's like, okay, Zuko. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Zuko could get it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. But yeah, like I don't know. It's it's funny. Um that's such a good series. I love that series. Um but it's it's just funny because like when when I first met you in Phoenix and just saw what you, and you guys talked about it and I saw videos of what you were doing, that's immediately what I thought of. I'm like this is like totally like Avatar: The Last Airbender, mixed with like some Mortal Kombat, like Katana and yeah. Scorpion, and <laughs> like some Jade in there. Like you know, I feel like Jade was the black one, Katana was like the Asian one, and yeah. So I really want to see where um, this modeling journey takes me, as well as the um, flow arts aspect. Um, I am doing both at the same time. And thankfully my agency, Queen Love Models, um, has the ability to um, show both of what I offer for multiple, you know, things. They've gotten me gigs, they've gotten me modeling opportunities. Um, I really am, at this point in my life, I'm young and I am um, not single, but I don't have kids. It's definitely time for me to see the world and place myself in the world the way that I want to be. So I definitely hope to travel a lot more. 
um, connect more, always up for networking. Um, I definitely also with traveling and always networking, you also, as a sane person, you have to find grounding. So I want to be able to find ability to master um, meditation for me. Meditation for me is not the same meditation for the Buddhists or the monks or, you know, people that go to church because I do believe in God, but I can't sit still. So like meditation for me would be like as close to Pilates as possible. So like yoga, but continuously moving, like stretching, um, doing cartwheels or back handsprings, but like finding the piece where, um, like I mentioned earlier, the, the confidence that I'm making the decisions that I know are right. And I have the confidence that they're right without doubting them. Um, doubt has always been something that's been huge in my life. And that's one thing that God still is working with me. I don't doubt him. I've never doubted him. It's just me. I doubt myself. So, um, that would be something that I want to do because as soon as I do that, I'll be able to make these goals. Um, I've always wanted to be able to publicly speak, but I don't want to publicly speak to where it's like a TED talk and like I have all these people that are like single-minded, not necessarily, no offense to anyone who listens to TED talk that came out wrong, um, but like they have this one focus that they know that I'm going to talk about. That's what I mean by single-minded. So like if the topic is you know, I don't even know Avatar, for instance. If the, if the topic was just Avatar and people expect me to just talk about Avatar, I can't do that because I am like, I'm a Capricorn. So like, I'm going to always come back to what we were talking about. I'm always going to make my point, but it might take me around the world. It might take me to Wakanda and back, but I'm coming back. Like, I'm going to be here. It just takes me like to go everywhere else for me to get the point of where my mind is so expanded and so many things. So I want to be able to talk to people where like you can be that way. Like when you're in like, you know, your high moments when you're talking to all your friends, you're like, oh my God, like what if the world was purple and everything that wasn't, you know, green was purple and everything that wasn't, you know, clear was like whatever, like those kind of conversations. But like, obviously not that drastic because that's kind of weird. I like the colors the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> but like be able to expand your creativity to be able to feed off of other people without invading yourself in their, you know, meal. So like you're feeding off these people, but these people are giving you the ability to, to do that, not taking without being given. So um, if I could find a place where I could just go and fire spin and one day we have like a modeling thing and all, everybody that's fire spinning or people that aren't fire spinning are modeling and then like we're having like a retreat the next day and everybody's like having like crumpets and tea and we're sitting by like you know the beach side and talking about crazy things if i could find something like that that's that's where i want to be <laughs> basically tribe stuff but like not with the scarce that someone's gonna want to take my tribe you know like that kind of thing so hopefully that and then of course steve and i being in a more stable situation than we are now um which were stable, things are not always great in relationships and things have not always been great with us. But um, I'm hoping that somehow we always keep the friendship that we have and we end up being to where we're like traveling and we're saving up enough money to pay our bills and travel and be able to do the things that we both want to do. Because that's, that's one thing about me. I have a lot of ambition, a lot of goals. And Steve does too. And I don't want it to be my goals being met and his not. So with being in a relationship, you have to be mindful of the other person's goals as well. And when they don't align, they don't align. But luckily our, our goals seem to align. But it also, you know, pushing the other person to continue their goals is something that he's done so well for me. And now it's my turn for me to like make sure that he's doing what he wants to do when he wants to do it. If he wants to wear a dress today and heels, do it, baby, do it. And I love it, actually. It's like, I love it. I love being able to wear makeup with my boyfriend and try on heels that we both can fit and, like, dance on our shirt pole. Like, we're, we're cool, crazy. <laughs> I love the confidence. I love the support. Absolutely. Bas basically, Pocahontas vibes is what I'm getting. 
everything you said, uh, like we're a tribe, but we're we're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> we're models. Uh, yeah, and you're introduced, so don't forget it. As soon as like I get to hold you in my arms, I can't wait. I miss you so much. <laughs> oh, I miss you too. Yeah, and you know, um, shout out to Phoenix as well. I love um I love his stage name. I love, you know, just just the art or not the art, but just, just the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you said, like Phoenix means what? To rise basically yeah. to, rebirth. yeah. yeah. Um, to rebirth, rebirth. That's what I'm looking for. So just, just the, the, just that in itself, you know, I love that. And then um, just the, the fluidity, I would say, just not giving a fuck and being who the fuck you are and not needing anybody's approval and being fucking fierce in it, you know, because I do that too. I don't do it on that level and I want to do it on that level, you know, and, um, and I just love it, you know, and I love that he has the support that he needs because you know, the world needs, we need more allies and we need more genuine allies. Like some people, like some people will say, be yourself, but they don't really mean be yourself. They mean be yourself, but as long as I'm comfortable, you yeah. know, like don't go too far out of the box. Don't, don't do too much. And, you know, no, <sighs> it's crazy. I love your style. I love your whole get up of just bringing back the originality of where everybody started loving, you know, being genuinely themselves because it was like the, the, the Betty Boop age. It was the, you know, the Flintstones age where like, like, you know, he said whatever he wanted to say, whenever he wanted to say it, he didn't wear pants and he didn't care. And like, it was just like those things, like he, Flintstones were like the most like strong people ever. And they wore dresses. Like that was some cool, that that's just cool. And that's you, literally that's literally something I want to do is I want to do something with Flintstones. I love I love the Flintstones. I want to do something because I love like like nature and like you know they have dinosaurs and they have dresses and just do the like dino earrings and do like a mean Wilma and kind of but like make it masculine. Like I I love that yeah. shit. Like fuck it. And if anybody's listening and they don't, then you've listened this far, so you a fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's great. His um, outfits are definitely so. In order to be truly masculine, you have to identify the other side and treat it well. Same with being truly feminine. You can't just be oh, I can't eat bugs. Like oh my god, like you have to be. Oh, I mean, present like shit. We all see spiders. We all see bugs. We all see the sun go up and the sun and the moon come up when it's time. And absolutely present. Like, yeah, we. As far as I would go to identify myself differently from Steve, is I have different parts that I don't want to get rid of. But that's as diff that's the only difference between us. Like, I don't even see our skin complexion as different. Of course. It is different, and there is, like I said from the beginning, there is ancestral damage for that. But I can tell where his family goes, or as far as where his light, his energy, his self goes, it wouldn't be anything to hurt me as well as I would never be anything to hurt him. So um, racism is um, a two-side track, but it's definitely one track has to be the bigger person. But luckily, we don't have to deal with that in our today society, so... Well, I guess in the reality, what we're looking at now, we don't have to deal with it. But of course, there's always something outlying. But um, yeah, definitely an advocate for people being yourself. And I also, I have insecurities and things that I am not always comfortable with. But it's a matter of, even if you're not comfortable with it at first, for you to admit that it doesn't make you comfortable. Or even if you don't want to admit that it makes you uncomfortable, because you're trying to make a difference to make it more to where you are comfortable with it. That goes a lot more than just being like, no, I don't like this. You like whatever. And yeah, you can walk away from that person, but you, you have no right to like degrade someone because you're uncomfortable. 
So absolutely. And something else that you just mentioned that I completely forgot about mentioning is your interracial relationship. That was actually the very first thing that you ever mentioned um, when we were on RTME. We were on the same, what was it? It wasn't a casting call. It was basically, I guess yeah, it was we, orientation or maybe it was a casting call. Well, we got, I know we got in some, I could. I guess it could be literally a casting call, but we got mm -hmm we got in and then that was like our introduction to the orientation, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I remember you saying, I remember you saying, I remember you talking about being in an interracial relationship and I'm interracial. Um, so that stuck out to me. And, you know, there's some people in today's world, it's 2022 and some people still have an issue with that, which is crazy to me. Some black people even still have an issue with yeah, that, no. which is very wild to me that all the time and that's why I always make a mission to if, if to say something about it because if you don't like me you don't like me because of me so like I'm always straightforward about who I am you know like I am very vibrant and I'm not gonna like if you see me nine times out of ten sees right down the street or he's on the way, or he just left, or like somewhere, you know, or he's on my mind, you know, like, so it's something like, if, if you are going to accept me, you have to accept him, if you're gonna have to, if you're gonna accept him, you're gonna have to accept me. Um, and so, and I feel like as a black woman, a lot of black women are nervous to, especially black women that I know that like white men are scared to actually say that, or vice versa. And I don't have like a type. Luckily, you know, I've been lucky enough to have someone specifically at all that loves me for me, regardless of where I come from, or what I look like, or what I do when I get up in the morning, first thing I do, whatever. But thankfully for me, also, I don't have a specific type of day to black men. I've been with black men um, romantically, um, intercourse and all. But right now, the way that my life is moving forward, it's it's with Steve and I love him and I want the world to know that. So it, it works out for that. But I also love to make a mission for people of other races, even other ethnicities, not black. Like it's okay to mix. It's, it's okay to be entwined with something that you like. Like it's not, and you don't have to stay. And honestly, being a society that stays the same and the same, like they'll never grow. Like that's why the United States is so quote unquote successful because there's so many of us that are, that look different. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, queen, we have chatted for the past hour. Uh -huh. Let everybody know where they can find you at. So I am on Instagram, the at symbol, and then she is Blue Rain Sukura. And it is spelled exactly how it sounds. No special way to spell blue or rain. It's B-L-U-E-R-A-I-N. And then Sukura is S-A-K-U-R-A. She is Blue Rain Sukura. And I'm also on Snapchat, but of course, we have to be friends. Um, but yes, that is where you can find me. Most of my updates are there. You'll see me on Kevy's Instagram here and there. I always have to check in my boy. Miss him so much. Um, I just want you guys to know this guy is about to change the world for the better. He has always had this ability to make people smile. And he is always walking in the room with a smile on his face. I, I mean, there's only one other person I know, and I would love for you to meet him, my friend Jeremy, but you are the only other person I've ever met where there's always a smile on your face. Me, on the other hand, I walk in kind of like, I don't know what I'm about to walk into, but you always walk in confidence. So I do appreciate that. So you're teaching me things too. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much. Guys, this has been my pleasure to introduce you to my girl. Please follow her, and I will have all the information when this episode is posted as to how to follow her if you didn't catch it. She is a queen, 
and we need to support our queens and we need to just follow where the light shines. The, the, the world needs more light. The world is dark enough. And yeah, it's been a pleasure. Love being able to connect with you and talk to you and we could just talk for hours. I know it. I know it. We could record for hours at least. (laughs) (laughs) We can always talk. We just going to stop recording. So everybody, thank you so much for being here. I'm so appreciative of you following me and listening to this. Please follow my girl, Brittany. And until next time, this has been Cultivation with Kevy. Take care and God bless. Birthday to you. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for being here. Take care.